Welcome to Life is a Metaphor mini podcast where we explore the many metaphors that life has to offer. So I'm guessing this counts as a metaphor. I'm hoping it does. It's basically like me taking characters in a book and relating them to real life, like characters like Pooh Bear and Eeyore, (laughs) because those are the characters. These very well-known sort of templates of characters. And yeah, I'm going to relate it to some things and uh, advocate for Eeyore. And we're going to call it a metaphor because I believe that it is very much like associative thinking. Um, But might not follow the rules exactly, but oh well. My daughter and I were talking about the characters in Winnie the Pooh. And we, so it's been done many times before. I mean, lots of people have talked about the characters in Winnie the Pooh. In fact, she had seen like a comic, she loves comics, um, that had almost or had given each of the characters some sort of like diagnosis. Like this one's depressed, this one's neurotic, this one's got ADHD, this one, you know, like some sort of, you know, very clear and distinct uh mental health issue (laughs) and that wasn't exactly what sparked our conversation we were talking about but it sort of came into the conversation where basically the conversation started with like what's so wrong with Eeyore (laughs) you know like what's so wrong with Eeyore Eeyore is great Um, in fact Eeyore is not depressed (laughs) how could Eeyore be depressed Eeyore has this beautiful realism that actually makes him content with everything, you know? It's like, yes, this was a great party. I'm fine to just sit in my hut. I can just stare at a butterfly all day. I don't need all the hoopla. He's not actually, like, scared (laughs) Um, the way that Piglet is, you know, where it's, like, anxiety. And he's instead just, like level tempered now i mean of course they play this up and they make him kind of have a monotone voice and yeah there's like exaggeration to it and i know that he sort of sees the dark side of things where he's like oh it'll probably rain or you know we'll probably run into a problem and so he doesn't look on the bright side he sees you know the negative possibilities But it doesn't necessarily deter him. He's not like, it'll probably rain, so I'm just going to freak out and the world is going to be awful. It's like, it'll probably rain, but I'll come anyway. And raining is fine. I don't mind when it rains. I don't mind getting wet. You know, like, that's not depressed, man. That's like, um, that's amazing. (laughs) You know, that's a talent of... Even realizing that when it might probably rain, you know, even in those, like, I'm going to see the potential negatives in every situation, but not be bothered by any of them. Like, I'll totally embrace any negativity. In fact, I'm going to, you know, see the negatives first, but it doesn't really affect my outlook. You know, it's not like... I'm afraid to go. It's like, I'll go anyway. It doesn't bother me. It's fine by me. It was all a fun party, even if everything messed up and didn't work right because I knew that would happen anyway or things always go wrong. So, c'est la vie, you know, that's life. Who cares? 
that's that's beautiful. That's not depressed. <laughs> you know, that is somebody who is not letting it actually get them down, even though he sounds monotone and doesn't sound excited. It's somebody that is just embracing the negative. And sure, his fault is that he looks at the negative first, and that may be an unenjoyable characteristic to some, and it also may be atypical or imbalanced that he looks at the negative first and predominantly rather than looking at both the negative and the positive. Yeah, like I'll, I'll say that. That's definitely got some imbalance to it. But what really is notable is that it really doesn't matter to him. It doesn't actually put him in a down mood. I mean, there are some episodes where, you know, he is maybe in a more down mood than others or something. But honestly, more often, I've seen the other characters who have like the cheery dispositions like or or just the more elevated let's say more socially acceptable <laughs> dispositions because I frankly identify with Eeyore in many ways. Um, but the ones that have the more socially acceptable dispositions, like maybe a Tigger who's, you know, bouncing all over the place and like high on life all the time to maybe an annoying degree, kind of like manic or, I mean, you know, and I, 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 I'm using the words that were so similar to her um, comic where they were giving them diagnoses, but it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have to be extreme. I'm just saying, let's put it this way. Maybe somebody like Tigger is just like excitable and maybe even like gullible and maybe um, kind of living in a fantasy world most of the time, doesn't really want to come down to reality, you know, head in the clouds maybe type, but even more just like super excitable. Um, I've seen crashes with those characters more, you know, because like one thing pokes a hole in his total fantasy reality and he's devastated um, and totally sort of wrecked um, at a deeper level. Or same with like a rabbit character who's like more, you know, again, we could say OCD or we could say neurotic, but it's really more like, you know, into controlling things and precision and yeah, that kind of thing, like order and um, being on top of things with your ducks in a row. Again, I've seen him crash, <laughs> you know, lots of more blowouts uh, because their reality seems more fragile because it isn't based in this radical acceptance of everything and actually being contented with everything. Whereas I feel like, man, why is Eeyore always like the grump or the, you know, like, why is everybody thinking he's like sad and pathetic? Like, dude, that guy is the one that's like content with everything and unshakable. I mean, that's like, he's stable <laughs> in the sense that um, he embraces it all. He's not going to have this severe blowout or rupture in his world because he is totally willing to accept even the negative stuff in the world, like as a part of what he expects to happen. And he can still live with it. He can exist anyway. It's not like, you know, it's kind of like, that's fine. We'll just, you know, 
that was a fine party to me. I don't know. I keep remembering like a birthday party or something where everybody thought it was so bad. And he was like, well, what are you talking about? I thought it was fine because <laughs> he doesn't, you know, have any limitations on what is acceptable and enjoyable and what is not. He finds everything acceptable or he embraces and is contented with everything including the negative things because he's just like let it go he's let the struggle go (laughs) there's no struggling against negative outcomes he's like all right let the negative outcomes happen if they do they always do you know it's just he's made friends with the negative outcomes now one could say that maybe he expects too little of life or something you know there's there's things to be said but ultimately um you know, I get I give him credit uh, because, yeah, I've seen much more ruptures and all the others, even like the little fearful piglet who's got like a sweet demeanor, but again, has all these fears and anxiety. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like all the other characters have a more socially acceptable disposition that are more easily seen and spotted in society. You know, maybe Rue is like sort of you know, I'm bored, I'm bored, like the unsatisfied element, owl, maybe like a know-it-all or like a self-important, you know, everybody wants to sit around and listen to all the stories of my family because my family was so important, <laughs> you know, and and it's cool. It's cool how each of these characters have their own little uh, things that are so classic archetype sort of material that we see everywhere in the people around us. Uh, but man, Eeyore gets the bad rap because uh, he very clearly isn't at the tone that everybody else has agreed to operate at, even vocally, you know, um, but def- definitely energetically. It's like all of them get together for a party and the one that almost sticks out the most is Eeyore. But, you know, in a way, that's the one that's, yeah, sort of contented or stable most. He gets, he doesn't like have giant bursts of even like anger or, you know, where, because again, anger also sort of comes from feeling like there's only one way that things can go to be acceptable or enjoyable. It's like not making friends with both sides, not embracing all of the possibilities, including the negative ones, you know, that that'll set up anger that'll set up the the ruptures in person the depressions the you know whoa i can't believe this happened you know all of that kind of stuff the really down times the depressions that are like down on the self you know not just depressions about life but you know the i don't believe in myself or i can't do it or, or fears you know again fears come from the same thing where it's like okay only one possibility or a few possibilities certain category of possibilities are okay and then the other ones are like whoa scary or unacceptable or unenjoyable and um you know this guy's embraced both and with as many metaphors as i've done on valuing the negative valuing the flip side embracing it all uh, you could probably see why I value Mr. Eeyore over here or just like want to speak up <laughs> um, in his favor or, you know, was having this really enjoyable conversation with my daughter because she she agrees. I mean, she also loves 
when we talk about things like that, you know, um, cartoons, comics, any of that stuff, characters she loves. So this was like a fun one for her to flesh out uh, to talk about these really simple kind of characters and then making them sort of have metaphorical connotations for other other people in life and and for bigger loftier subjects that we talk about like embracing the negative it's like such a simple guy like Eeyore really embodies that and demonstrates it so well um that yeah she's really enjoyed that uh so I figured somebody else might too we'll share the metaphor and you know give Eeyore some lip service because that dude <laughs> he has done the work you know the deep inner work <laughs> of embracing both both the positive and the negative and he shows us how it's done um and it's like grounded in realism that is sometimes like you know too negative expecting for sure but I still like how it's just this sobering, realistic, I'm fine anyway. Like, I still liked it. I still enjoyed life. I still, you know, and I'm fine with rain falling down in my little stick hut because, okay, you know, and maybe he has too low expectations or maybe he's just able to enjoy and find a way to be contented everywhere. Uh, with all the things. So anyway, see what you think <laughs> about my ear metaphor. Thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas and deepening in any way that I can. I find it brings connection back. It enlivens you, especially if you're using real play and games to do it. So come and check out all the games and stuff that we've got going on at bringconnectionback.com.